You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, for many of us, uh, 2020 has left a serious mark on our finances. Maybe you've had to access your savings just to make ends meet at the end of the month, or perhaps you've simply realised how precarious your financial position really is. If you didn't have uh, an emergency fund, for example, for whatever reason, I think many of us are asking the same questions. How can we now grow our savings and build wealth for the long term and build some kind of resilience uh, to future shocks? How do we best position our portfolios to deliver on the most basic requirement, which is to outpace inflation despite all of the severe economic upheaval? Annette Ahern is CEO of PSG Asset Management. And Annette, this is what you at uh, PSG think about all the time. And I think the one thing the crisis has done at least is focus our collective attention on our finances. And, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing. I think if you, um, if ever you would have seen the value of a plan, uh, it would have been here. So it's those boring things we do, which is to get our plan in place and get our, um, look at our budget and put money away during the good times for um, for when there is the a, a need for it. Those are all the things that came to the fore in 2020. But you know what? That's academic for most people because I think everybody has just had an incredibly tough year. Mm. And I'm now saying, you know, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah, that is the big question. What next? Uh, what are the prime mistakes that you actually see people making at times like these when they are saying, what next? Mistakes that are best avoided if you want to focus on rebuilding your long-term wealth and avoiding pitfalls. Well, I think the big thing that happens to all of us in a situation like this, and I certainly have felt this myself, is a tremendous sense of loss of control. So you've, you know, all those plans you had that you were able to see a show or go on a trip or something, they were all just obliterated. I mean, they've all, you, you felt this whole year as if there's nothing that you have control over in your future. You can't make plans, you can't make big decisions. So I think that, that, it's, that in itself can lead to um, a few behavioral problems. The first one is to project that what happened in the last little while is going to continue happening forever. And as human beings, we are we are prone to doing that. We, if you're in the middle of a crisis, you think this is just going to continue forever. So we already saw quite a few people making the mistake of making big decisions on their finances in March and April. Mm. So taking abandoning their strategy they had before. And if there was one thing, one document I could have banned out of this whole year, it would have been the quarterly statements of the 31st of March. <laughs> if people just didn't look at that, if they just realized that a statement is a point in time and behind that lies a whole different story. So that was quite stressful to watch because there's just nothing you could have done. So people say that we're never going to get out of this crisis. This is just going to be, be bad. And we've been through a couple of terrible crises in the past. And I mean, I'm not diminishing the one we're in now. We... South Africa entered this crisis, I must have listened to the tail end of a previous commentator, with significant problems. And, you know, the, the lockdown and the international global recession is just, it's really hit us very hard. So I can't make light of the crisis we're in, but it doesn't last. And if I speak to some of my friends with smaller businesses, you can see how the thing we overlook is that during tough times, especially South Africans, we resilient and we respond. So as we are with bated breath, looking forward to his response from government, of course, next week, hopefully, um, we also see that 
businesses have responded. So little things like um, rents being reduced, even temporarily, this helps. People looking at where can I cut fat out of their business, where can they optimize, where can they become effective. And most importantly, this massive digital experiment we've seen this whole year. How can I use technology better? Mm. I mean, it's amazing the opportunities that have um, been created. So we don't see that right now. But if you, for instance, think about a logistics company, who some of those companies have actually done quite well during lockdown, especially if they transported um, uh, essential goods. They've they've probably also made the company um, platform more optimal and have made itself more efficient. The moment things start looking a little bit better, you will actually see that that turnover they get will go straight to the bottom line. So people are going to be surprised by Mm. how much better companies can actually do Mm. once things get. My favorite saying is, if they just get a little bit less horrific. Exactly. You might see quite good turnaround. Exactly. And we've got examples of that, uh, Annette, uh, in in Cash Build today and Long for Life today, Adapt IT over over the last couple of weeks, uh, and and several others that um, have have got really good management teams. They've shored up their balance sheets through the crisis and looked very well um, positioned to take advantage of any potential less bad news. I'm not going to call it a big upswing. There's still a lot of heavy lifting to do, but but less bad news. D- just my concern as a last comment is that investors at this time, when you've gone through a financial shock like this, often look for silver bullets. And, and investing yes. isn't a game of silver bullets. You've got to do the boring things well. It's not. And you know, the, the big thing that everybody's doing right now, which is to cash in all the investments and putting it into one asset class, often overseas, nothing wrong with having assets in various asset classes, but no one asset class is going to solve all your problems that you face financially. You need to have a spread. And I think the silver bullet thing is also goes back to the behavioral problem of wanting to be in control. So if people will say, well, I can make a decision. I can tap money out the market. I can take it all offshore. I can put it all into um, some high-yielding fund or whatever it is they want to do. They feel that in control. And often, when you've got a good structure in place that's got a spread of growth assets suited to your profile, and especially if you've got quite a few years to grow, to grow those investments, the best silver bullet you can do is to leave it alone. There we go. Annette, that's that's the best advice I think you could give uh, listeners tonight. Annette Ahern, CEO of uh, PSG Asset Management, with some uh, invaluable uh, tips to help rebuild your wealth after a crisis. Anne Williams has your news up next.